Another crazy week of trading wraps up as we await news of any new bank failures over the weekend. Banks always fail uh, or get taken over Friday after the close so that regulators can move in on the weekends and take them over, create a plan and do their thing, just like we saw last weekend. So we're a one week um, separated from the bank failure last week of SBB. And there's a couple of them on the brink. Um, let's jump in, take a look at what's going on. Markets did finish a little bit down today with the Dow down 1.19, S&P down 1.1, NASDAQ down 0.7. So didn't quite give up all the gains from yesterday, but pretty close. The two big debates going on is number one, will the Fed hike next week? And right now it looks like they are poised to hike 25 basis points. The debate out there whether they should or not is ongoing. Uh, they want to do 25 and send, and the 25 sends a message, but it's really going to depend on the comments afterwards, as it always does, and the guidance that Powell gives. Uh, this might be one of those times where there's a difference between what they should do and what I think they will do, says Mark Zandi of Moody's Analytics. People are really on edge, and any little thing might push them over the edge. Uh, so I just don't get it. Why can't you just pivot here a little and focus on financial stability? So uh, economists are all over the board on what the Fed should do, what they didn't do, and what they could do. And nobody knows what they're going to do, but it looks like 25 basis points is all but baked in right now. And the markets probably won't like that because there's a lot of other things going on behind the scenes um, in terms of you know, what's happening with the banks and what's happening with liquidity out there. The other thing is that's being debated is what you know with what the Fed did, with the uh, BT, uh, BT uh, PV or whatever the program is that, the, that they put in place for, um, you know, bank liquidity is whether or not that is, I wanted to say BTFD, but it's not BTFD. They, some people said it should be called that, but, um, you know, with the program that they put in place um, last week to, you know, provide liquidity for banks, basically what it is, it's a loan to the banks a, as a lender of last resort, it's expensive. Uh, a lot of people are saying that it is uh, QE, that it's inflationary, uh, that it's pumping liquidity in the markets. And what it is, it's a loan to the banks uh, to um, have reserves to make deposits whole if people want to pull their money out of the bank. So they're basically just, they can't lend it, they can't lever it, they can't use it in any way. They have to pay it back. They have to pay it back with interest. They have to um, place collateral with the Fed in order to get it. Um, so... I think it's the BTFP program or whatever it is uh, that they're calling it. And, you know, so that's the big debate that's going on out there. It is not QE. It is not inflationary in the traditional sense. It's basically just providing capital. So if people want to pull their money out of the bank, and go somewhere else with it, they can. But, you know, people aren't going to pull their money out of the bank, and just go spend it. They might if they're worried that the banks are going to fail and they have nowhere else to put it. But in general, uh, it's just there to provide people to move their money around, which is what's kind of been going on in markets over the last couple of weeks uh, with these programs, um, especially going into the week, into the weekends, there's nervousness into the weekend. How does all this look on Monday? Um, so, you know, with the Dow closing down, First Republic is one of the banks that's kind of teetering on the brink. Uh, there's a couple of other banks out there that, uh, you know, Credit Suisse obviously is in trouble uh, borrowing money. Uh, so it'll be an interesting weekend to see if anything comes out. Generally, it'll come out today within the next hour or so, potentially could happen, you know, even later, but generally they're going to want to announce something on a Friday night uh, if that's the case. So 
Let's jump in, take a look at the charts. Here's the Dow right here, just kind of unwinding that move yesterday. The NASDAQ continuing to stay up. This pump here, um, very reminiscent of what's going on with Bitcoin, S&P uh, reversing. And the interesting thing is when you put the 200-day moving average on here, this is what a lot of the technicians use out there as an indicator, bullish, bearish, buy, sell. Um, Dow Jones has not been able to get back above the 200-day since losing it. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens there, if it's going to play out like it did back in October, or if it's just a temporary thing and pops back up. Uh, but it has had support over that 200-day for the last few weeks. Losing it here recently, the NASDAQ is still above the 200-day right now, but the S&P has lost the 200-day as well. So lost it over here, dropped a little bit, bounced back, lost it over here, obviously, in October, went down for a deeper dive. Uh, SPY, the Qs found support, Russell 2000. Uh, you know, under that 200-day moving average. And then if you take a look at Bitcoin, you know, finding perfect support on the 200-day bounced um, really well off of that. And what's interesting about this price action here, you know, I had a couple of people, you know, asking me on Twitter, you know, what I think of this move in Bitcoin. Obviously, this was a nice rally, 37, 38%, something like that off the bottom. Overall, let's see what this is from wick to wick, 37%, almost 38%. So that's been a nice little move over one, really one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days. So over the last week, all starting with the uh, rescue of SVB depositors, not the bank, but the depositors. The bank is probably still going to fail. It looks like they're filing for bankruptcy. But, you know, making these deposits whole, you know, basically the narrative was this was a Fed pivot. They're not going to raise rates. They're going to reduce rates and start cutting. So the markets all took off on that news. The interesting thing is the flight to safety. So Bitcoin, is this a flight to safety or is this just a risk asset play, just like NASDAQ with liquidity coming out of the banks, going into the markets on the whole Fed pivot narrative with the technical algorithmic formulas, if this, then that, you know, if the Fed pivots, then markets explode and it's a buy signal. The other thing is gold. So take a look at gold versus Bitcoin. I mean, this is almost identical price action here with the round trip from this area on gold down and then back up, retracing this entire move and then some pushing back up uh, to range highs in gold. You know, gold generally goes on a run when there's trouble ahead, when there's danger in the economy. Gold is a flight to safety. Um, the narrative in Bitcoin is that, you know, Bitcoin is supposed to be a flight to safety, inflation hedge and all that. Bitcoin is a risk asset. So this is just um, shorts getting liquidated, stop hunts, and, you know, trying to bring and suck people into this exit liquidity with the narrative of flight to safety with what's going on with the banks and everything. Uh, so this will likely retrace, uh, you know, test that 20,000 level again, just like we were doing last time to see if it's ultimately uh, going to go back down and test the range lows of the cycle. And given what's going on in the economy with the risks and things, unless you get a Fed pivot, if the Fed comes out, raises rates, the economy gets worse, and we really start to have markets collapsing. Um, you know, as a precursor to a Fed pivot, then Bitcoin is going to unwind with everything else, just like everything else. ETH, uh, you know, obviously not participating and reversing on the trend as, oh, that's ETH dominance. I'm sorry. So ETH, same thing, participating here. That was ETH dominance there dropping. Um, same kind of price action. Some of the altcoins doing the same thing, not quite as much. This is the daily chart here, so it doesn't show the move as much. But the interesting thing, again, is that bold, uh, the gold, look at the Bitcoin and gold, the gold chart compared to Bitcoin and compared to NASDAQ because NASDAQ, NASDAQ kind of ripped in this whole area as well. So risk on play, 
a lot of speculation. Let's take a look at the bank stocks. They took a little hit today. This is Schwab. Schwab dropped all the way down to $44 the other day, bounced back, kind of bouncing along in this little area here at the close. This is Credit Suisse dropping down to about two bucks. This is Zion Bank Corps, you know, off the, the major lows from the other day. Uh, this is Silvergate Bank, which is in the process of trying to get, um, you know, potentially sold or it might end up in liquidation as well. Um, Pack West Bank, same thing off the lows from the other day when everything was going down. First Republic, you know, right back around those range lows. It was as low as $17 the other day. This is the big one that right now the other banks like JP Morgan, Bank of America, all the other banks, I think were pressured into coming out and saying, we're going to provide liquidity to prop this bank up to kind of rein in confidence about the bank banking sector. And, you know, because uh, some of the comments that, um, you know, the Secretary of Treasury, Janet Yellen, came out and said the other day that, you know, not all accounts are necessarily guaranteed across the board, that only banks that pose a systemic risk, if they fail, those deposits would be backed up. But, you know, Biden said they would all be backed up. Powell said they'd all be backed up, or the FDIC and the Fed said that, you know, all the accounts um, would be backed up and not allowed to fail. But Yellen says uninsured deposits may be at risk in future bank failures. Um, so here is what she said. We'll look for the exact statement here. Um, the American people and American businesses can have confidence that their bank deposits will be there when they need them, said Joe Biden. But Janet Yellen uh, the other day said the majority of Americans are going to be covered by the FDIC insurance, but because most Americans have less than 250000 in a specific bank account. Um, but what Yellen actually said was, uh, again, that the failure to protect uninsured depositors, depositors would create systemic risk and significant economic and financial consequences. So she said in the future, uninsured deposits would only be covered in the event that failure to protect uninsured depositors would create systemic risk and significant significant economic and financial consequences. So, you know, a little bit of doublespeak there, but, you know, they can't just come out and give a blanket statement right now without some sort of policy to back it up or, you know, change at the FDIC uh, that they're just going to, you know, blanket cover all uninsured deposits across the board. They've said that without saying it, without putting it in writing. So, you know, people are still led to believe that their deposits potentially could be at risk. So you want to spread those out. You don't want to have more than 250000 in uninsured or, you know, in, well, definitely uninsured institutions. You want to make sure whatever, wherever your money is, they are insured. No more than 250000 Spread it out. You can buy treasuries. That's the other thing that uh, we need to take a look at here is when we talk about flight to safety and what's going on with rotation of capital, uh, of course, the VIX kind of hanging out here, trying to figure out direction. Dixie kind of hanging out. But here's your flight to safety right here. Boom. Treasuries. Inverse correlation to Bitcoin, right? So treasuries is where all the capital is flowing from the banks uh, that are at risk. So you can go to U.S. Treasury Direct and uh, open an account there if you want to buy treasuries. Um, let's see. TreasuryDirect.gov right here. So you go in here. TreasuryDirect.gov. You can go in there, you can open an account, just like you open an online bank account, fund it, and you can buy treasuries, and it's giving you all kinds of different rates here. Uh, you know, yields are down right now because that's flight to safety that's going on. You know, whenever yield, yields are down, that means people are piling in because bond prices are opposite of the rates. So as bond prices go up, the rates go down. 
uh, as people pile in, the price of the bond goes up, rates drop. As people get out, the price of the bond goes down, rates go up. So with the two-year and the 10-year falling, just unbelievable amounts, this is where a lot of that capital is going uh, for that, that flight to safety play. So these are the things I'm looking at. It'll be an interesting weekend to see what happens. If something crazy happens, I'll do a video over the weekend. Otherwise, I will see you on the next video.